This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, May 1st, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Yes, it is May 1st. That means it is May Day. This morning, get out of the house, get to downtown Annapolis, and check out all of the wonderful baskets that are going to be adorning the doors of all of the businesses and the homes in Murray Hill and historic downtown Annapolis. You will not regret it. This morning, I just wanted to cover a little bit of news that came out of the city council meeting on Monday night, which actually moved into Tuesday morning. It was a long one. And Annapolis has closed the city to development when any school that serves the city reaches 100% capacity. Now, this has been kicking around in the council for about a year now, and they finally passed it. And right now, Annapolis High School is at 96% capacity, looks to be 103 by 2020. Now, the legislation does say that it will bar development when schools are at 100% or will be at 100% within three years. So effectively, this stops development in Annapolis. However, it doesn't affect all developments. It's only residential developments with six or more units. It does exclude retirement and age-restricted communities, as well as low-income housing and single-bedroom residences. Anything that is already in the pipeline is good to go. The city also pissed off all the Airbnb owners, and they are now going to be restricting parking permits in the downtown district where parking permits are required to only those who live in the district and who occupy the house. So for those that have bought investment property looking to rent that out, they will no longer be able to have parking permits for their people that are visiting. The council also retroactively waived the fees for the St. Patrick's Day Parade after John O'Leary, who was the organizer behind the parade, sat in the audience and shot dirty looks at the council all night long. Actually, that was a good thing. The St. Patrick's Day Parade is a wonderful thing for the city, and it was really very funny to watch O'Leary get all worked up. I swear he was going to have a heart attack. If you want to watch it, it's kind of fun. Go to annapolis.gov, and the video is right there on Monday night's council meeting. At the end of the meeting, Alderwoman Shanika Henson did resign her position pending her approval as a delegate for District 30A. As we have mentioned in the past, Henson was selected by the Central Committee to replace House Speaker Mike Bush in his delegate capacity last Thursday night. We've also heard that Alderman Payone is out on a medical leave for two weeks as he recovers from soldier surgery. And we just learned yesterday afternoon, very late, that Alderman Arnett now is out until the 13th on an unspecified medical leave. That does leave a six-member council and four votes now, rather than the five, are needed to pass any legislation. Let's just hope the mayor doesn't get all sneaky on us. And with Henson's resignation comes a special election. Mayor Buckley now has to issue a proclamation within five calendar days, declaring when we will see a primary and a general election. We will know the dates by the end of this week, I'm sure, but it's likely to be the third or fourth week in May where we would see a primary election and the second or third week in June for a general election. So if you want to be the alderman or alderwoman for Ward 6 and you live in Ward 6, give it a shot. We understand that Dewan Gay, who ran in the primary against Henson, is planning to run as well as former alderman Kenny Kirby. Now, it is unknown whether Governor Hogan will actually appoint Shanika Henson to the position before the General Assembly decides to select a new speaker. That happens today at noon as they convene to select a new speaker of the House. 
And no matter what they come up with, it is going to be unique and it is going to be historic. The choices appear to be a white lesbian from Baltimore as well as a black male from Prince George's County. And an interesting dynamic has really presented itself throughout this whole process. The Republicans have decided to back one of the candidates in a block as opposed to voting individually, realizing that they could never get a Republican as the Speaker of the House. However, the state Democratic Party sent out an email warning any delegate that if they went against their wishes, that they would be punished. Well, some of the delegates didn't take that too kindly, notably the Black Caucus, because the state party seems to be supporting Maggie McIntosh from Baltimore. The Black Caucus is looking to elect the first black male to the speaker's position in Derek Davis, and they appear to be pulling apart from what the Democratic state leaders are saying. So we've got this weird kind of dynamic where the Republicans are now aligning with the Black Caucus. If you want to get some more information on that, check out MarylandMatters.org. They have a whole bunch of things there as well. Some news out of the Naval Academy. The Secretary of the Navy, Richard Spencer, and the CNO, Chief of Naval Operations, Admiral John Richardson, have nominated Rear Admiral Sean Buck, who is an 83 graduate from the Naval Academy, for appointment to the rank of Vice Admiral and assignment as the next superintendent here in Annapolis. Buck is a career naval flight officer. He's currently serving as commander of U.S. Naval Forces Southern Command and the U.S. Fourth Fleet, which is based out of Mayport, Florida. The date of the command change has yet to be determined pending confirmation in the U.S. Senate, but it is expected sometime this summer, likely after graduation, which happens at the end of this month and before I-Day. Baltimore Colts legend and Pro Football Hall of Famer Gino Marchetti has died of pneumonia. He passed away yesterday at Paoli Hospital in Paoli, Pennsylvania. He was 93. Marchetti attended the University of San Francisco before embarking on a 14-year NFL career during which he played all but one season right here in Baltimore. As a defensive tackle and defensive end, Marchetti went to 11 Pro Bowls and was named the first-team All-Pro seven times. He had an interception and 13 fumble recoveries in his 161 career games. And for those that weren't fans of the NFL way back then, after his NFL career, Marchetti and two teammates opened a fast food chain called Geno's. And that chain grew from a single burger joint in Dundalk to 469 locations before it was sold. That is about it for the top news today. You want to make sure you're checking out that first link in our show notes for all the different ways that you can connect with us. If you're someplace where you can leave us a recommendation or a review, please do that. And give us a recommendation to your friends and colleagues and family. That would be much appreciated. Make sure you get out and see the flowers today. Hang tight. We have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast coming up in just a minute after I have a few words about my friends up in Severna Park, Mac Medics. Have you ever been to the Annapolis Mall when it opens for the day? Maybe you've noticed the line of folks waiting to get into the Apple Store. As you may know, I'm a Mac user, and today's episode of the Daily News Brief, in fact, all of the episodes of the Daily News Brief have been produced right here on my Mac computer. What you might not know about is MacMedics. They were founded here in Annapolis in 1989, and they are an Apple-authorized premium service provider, the only one in the Baltimore-Annapolis, D.C. area. And what that means to you is that they repair all Apple devices, including the iPhone screens and batteries, all without an appointment. And most repairs are done the same day, usually within two hours. They also sell everything except the iPhone and the watch for the same price as Apple. I don't know why you would go anywhere else. Give them a call at 410-757-MACS, or if you're not into the whole letter thing, 
410-757-6227. Stop by their retail store in Severna Park on Benfield Road or their service center in Lanham, right off of Route 50. Or you can always check them out online at macmedics.com. I'll tell you, they've saved me quite a few times, and I know they can save you. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, May 1st. Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County will flip back to the cooler side of things today. With highs near 70 as a frontal boundary in the skies above, dividing cooler air to the north and warmer air to the south continues moving back and forth just enough to make temps bounce around from day to day while also bringing daily rain chances into the mix. Look for highs tomorrow and Friday to jump back into the 80s as rain chances jump way up Thursday night into Friday and linger all the way through the weekend as temps then likely flip back to the 70s for both Saturday and Sunday. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there, and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores, and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. This is Sarah Koenig, host of the Serial Podcast. I'm coming to Annapolis, to Maryland Hall, on Friday, May 17th, for an onstage conversation about how we created Serial, how we make stories, well, how we make them good, and why they matter. I hope you'll come. For tickets, go to MarylandHall.org. There is a diamond of diamonds. It's from De Beers. Only 14 diamond tears in the world can touch them. Its name, Forevermark. And Zachary's is the only jeweler in the Annapolis area that has it. Not only is it beautiful and rare, it has a story, supporting women in diamond-producing areas around the world. So when you give a Forevermark diamond, you don't just give, you give back. Zachary's and Forevermark, a jeweler and a jewel. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.